This is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is season season six six of Better Let Let Me Tell Tell You. Me gente, now episode two forty nine. Pero let me tell, tell you, goes, goes west. west. I was gonna say most people wait until two fifty to yeah. do something special, but we're not those people. <laughs> we like to keep you on your toes, and so for two forty nine, like you just said, we're out here, we're out west, we're in LA right now, and even better than that, we are in what is the, the the pecking room. The pecking room. We are in the pecking room, which is owned by absolutely none other than the one the only Eddie Zamora the Yum Yum Foodie so thank you so much for for inviting us to your home bro like I, I, I'm wondering how long I can go without saying anything <laughs> <laughs> you are so welcome thank you for uh, thank cheers, you for coming cheers, over salute cheers, yes. to the casa we are salute, having a, a rum milk punch punch that, yeah. that he made yeah no, I didn't make it. I'm not. I, yeah, you know this. This is this is this nobody, is nobody, friends of mine made this. Nobody so. will know. Take the no, I'm not taking credit for something. <laughs> so welcome everybody. Welcome. What do you think I am, George Santos, dude? With a- <laughs> this is true. This is true. W- welcome. Yeah. As we told you last week, we are going to be doing a series of episodes of. Uh, Pero let me tell you, goes west. Yep. Um, this was always the plan. We did it in 2019. We did a series of episodes back then, um, and here in LA to kind of show the duality of you know our culture in both the East Coast and West Coast. What's similar? What's different the fact you um, have mileage points and we were supposed to do this every year but you know there was a pandemic that kind of came in and kind of ruined everything for everyone but um but here we are and um yeah we had to have we had to have you on the show because not only are you west coast but you are originally east coast so you have Correct. that that double flair that that you know is perfect for our show when so, you had to clarify too when you said out west it's not kendall you're no, across no, the no. United No, he lives in Kendall. Yeah, so okay. that's just a normal episode. <laughs> yeah. We're not a Chrome Detention Center. That's right. We're not, no, no, okay. no, no, no. We're not a sure. Finca. <laughs> yeah. Hanging out with Eileen. Yeah, yeah. We're not a we love Eileen. We love Finca. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I got to say, though, I, I just to, to you know state the obvious, and I am so in love with, with this bar behind us. Like, your yeah. bar is insane, dude. Uh, like, thank you. How long did it take you to, to collect everything? Uh, it was, it's, it's definitely my, my little sanctuary. I want to say I've had it for just about a year. That's it. Yeah, just, just a about year a year. Old? Yeah, just about a year old. Um, there was there were stages of it. Right. Um, the the initial stage was deciding I wanted a, a bar. Okay. So there's that because this was essentially like my little gym storage whatever, and uh, then so yeah then figuring out the wallpaper got that down getting a vibe but everything was built like Frankenstein dude it was like an ear from here a thing from there a rack from Costco uh, the bar is from a wedding company that was going out of business yeah. and i went to their warehouse and they put up all of their bars and couches and uh, cocktail tables and all that right. stuff for sale during the pandemic and i got i got the bar it's great oh it's great it's on wow. casters it rolls around it's you know it's a wedding bar and it doesn't look like an ikea catalog no no hate to ikea no hate to ikea no. i have ikea furniture at home we all do but the thing with ikea is not that for I, long i feel that <laughs> but i feel that when you go to ikea a lot to buy a lot of things then your house ends up looking like an ikea catalog yeah like modular yeah. you know because yeah. i'll look at <laughs> yeah. it i'm like that's a lask that's a you know blah 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 that's the billy that's <laughs> yeah. the yeah i think that's a game show a game show is who can actually pronounce the, the, IKEA. the ikea furniture correctly and who can build it faster i think that's the ultimate game show right i've there. gotten good at that you I've have gotten good okay. at that. I would who you has know, you know what, an Allen wrench expert. I have, I have. You know what the IKEA names are based on? 
No. Bodies of water in Sweden. No shit. Yeah. But I'm thinking like how many bodies of water? I, yeah, right? <laughs> because and I'm thinking like do they discontinue and then use these names again? Because like I know that Sweden is a like there's a part of it that's an archipelago that like yeah, has a lot of that. But it's like a lot of fur okay, una cuchara has a different name from the other cuchara. Like that's insane. To me. But they probably at the, at this point they're naming chancos. You know, yeah, what I was mean? gonna say like <laughs> definitely canals and yeah. yeah, yeah and you know what? Yeah. Who's gonna who's gonna correct them? True. The, like is really, the American gonna be like that's not a Swedish body of water. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm always I'm always perplexed by the people that have lunch at IKEA that they actually like. One thing is going to IKEA to buy furniture, and then one thing is feeling compelled that you're like, man, I need those meatballs today. I'm gonna go to IKEA right now. And I'm I'm gonna get those meatballs. I'm gonna get the. So you're saying people who go there just for the lunch? That yeah, yeah. They, oh, they like okay, they okay. park and they go up the escalator and they go right through the cashier and go to the lunch area. And you're like, you know really? what? I I don't hate on their meatballs, but I feel that that's a lot of work. It is right to go have meatballs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I've seen it. It's funny because my my kid he uh, he uh, last year I took him. We had to go to IKEA for something. Actually, it was something for his room, and he wanted to have the meatballs. And you know, they put the little Swedish flag, and he's like, "Oh my god, these meatballs are from Sweden!" And I'm like, "Yep, they are. They come every morning. <laughs> Sweden air comes in. Those meatballs are about as Swedish as that Muppet Chef." <laughs> Yeah, probably. Yeah, so, probably. Probably. the chef is probably more Swedish. Yeah, <laughs> probably. So, oh yeah, guys. Now that we're um, we're here, uh, maybe this is news to you, and you know, I want to bring a little Miami into it. Have you guys heard about the new Miami area code? No. Wait, what? There's a new Miami area code. So we had three zero five seven eight six and six four five. And apparently, wait, where's so apparently that really rolls off the tongue. So so this is what. How long was I in TSA? So this is what he got stuck in TSA. It's a long story. Body cavity search, everything. It's a long story. Missing plane. Okay. Anyway, um, a six four five. So apparently now, especially since there's been such an influx of northerners, people from New York coming to Miami, there is a new area code and. The joke is that a lot of these New Yorkinos that are now Brickolites <laughs> are getting stuck with the 645 and they're not happy about it. Tough shit. But we're, it's 2023. Keep your fucking 212. Actually, like, what yeah, do, I don't understand. Like, yeah. what, are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. But also, you're I not kept my 305. I've lived here for almost 19 years. You still have the 305? I still have the 305 Cheers. number. Cheers. Cheers to that. I'm not giving it up. Sorry. Cheers to that. So, people, you're not taking his 305. No. He's Never. not giving it up to you, Hulam Brickle. No. <laughs> Fuck no. Hell yeah. no, bro. But again, but what do you mean they're upset? Because, I mean, like, hello, it's one of those things where you're you're not even a Miamian. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so what are you upset about? You had no... Like, I'd be pissed if for some reason something happened with my number or it got disconnected accidentally and all of a sudden now I have to get a fucking... I'd be pissed at a 786. I'm not... I will... Yeah. I will... Burn that phone store to the ground if they give me a six five four. Yeah, and, I mean, but here's here's the seven eight six or nine five four. But nine five four is at least Broward. Yeah. No, no, no. I know, but if you if, if you, I if really you have got, one, yeah, probably a nine five four. I would say nine five four. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I don't know. It's still OG. Seven eight six. Yes, yeah. that's why a seven. I mean, I know people that have a seven eight six and whatever, but I I can't imagine. Yeah, but you don't call them. But a three zero five. In fact, listen to this. My parents have had the same phone number since it came from Cuba. Mm-hmm. Wow. Since it came from Cuba, they've never gotten rid of the same phone They number. still have a home line. So this is what happened. They need to keep it because that is one of the only three phone numbers that I know. And if I ever go to jail, I have told him. Yeah. I'm going to have to call <laughs> not, his parents. Not if ever. When you go to jail. So this, this is what happened. <laughs> so 
one of the reasons they kept the landline was because my grandmother, you know, they still, and all that, they kept a landline for her. So, yeah. you know, my grandmother passed a, a year ago and she also, the home, the landline was like through some government assistance, whatever. So she got a dirt cheap. Um, so my parents were like, well, that's it. We're going to get rid of it. And I was like, no, like you've had this phone number for like 40 some years. Like you cannot get rid of this number. This number is a part of Also, me. you should tell them, y si arrestan a Ismael, no va a tener quien llamar. So I actually called T-Mobile and you could, you know, you could transport a, a landline into a cell phone. Oh, I didn't know that. So oh, I great. got I got their landline in it and now it's a cell phone and it's my mom's cell phone. Amazing. And that that number will be with me till the day I leave the earth. Like I'm not getting rid of that number. I think I want to do that with my dad's phone in yeah. Miami. He you has can. his landline. I think I'm, I want to do that. You can. You can. You could, okay. you could do that with any. See, this is the learn part of the episode. Yes, yeah. this is the learn part of it. Oh, let me tell <laughs> you. <laughs> I mean, I, I have T-Mobile, but I'm sure you could do it with any any carrier. I have T-Mobile, so it should, man, we can yeah. make it work. All right, yeah. cool. So so now you know. You could you so you can be three oh five till you die. <laughs> yeah, you yeah you can. So you know let those Unless New Yorkinos uh, uh, take the six four five. I was gonna <laughs> say six four five. Call me stupid, but how many permutations of area codes are there now in in, in the U.S.? I have no clue. So I'm equally stupid. So I don't, well, no, yeah, I, I, don't I wasn't. Know. I wasn't really like, asking. I was just kind of asking, like <laughs> yeah. metaphorically, rhetorically, because like I can't imagine that they're still just pulling them out of thin air. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like 305, 786. Uh, what was it? New York had 212 and then they, there was a new one. What's the one that Carrie Bradshaw hated? That, that one. Uh, was it 917? I, I I never watched Sex in the City, so I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so well, that, so, I mean, look, Whitney got pissed when it was a 213. Okay. That showed up on, on the caller ID. ID. <laughs> anyway. Um, As when, in Whitney Houston. Sorry. I'm, 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 I, 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 so, I'm, I'm, so Whitney Houston has this Your song. face said that you had no idea what was happening right now. I know 213 area code, and I just remember her going, Bobby! You know, that, that I always remember. She has this time. song. What song is it? Uh, it's not right, but it's okay. But that she, oh, got she it. She starts off, um, so why did 213 show up? Yeah, uh, uh, I don't know the song. She said it was your friend who was calling from the corner, so why did 213 show up on the caller ID? Oh, good. All right. Yeah. So. Who who, who yes. knows? So anyway, the learning part of the episode. This, I'm learning. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. You could thank us later, <laughs> listeners. When you're at trivia and they ask you who sang about two one three, you're gonna know now because of us. And what was on their caller ID? So anyway, Eddie. So you are originally from Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, you went to high school in Miami. Yep. You did your whole. You did the whole Miami experience, and you've you've told me you lived here in LA for about close to 20 years so so you know you've been here a good chunk of your life uh what would you say are the similarities and the differences between that la miami you know uh, i mean the the similarities is as i i think that central americans and caribbean folks have a lot more similarities than we give credit for right. um and when you live out here long enough you start to really acknowledge that we are so the same. Mm-hmm. Our accents are a little bit different, but man, we are so the same. The food is a little bit different, mm-hmm. but we are, you know, we're so the same. Um, the difference is, and maybe this is just from my interpret. Obviously, it is uh, uh, more of late. Is is the compassion? You know, we we were talking about you were you were in traffic here in L.A. and and you put a turn signal and people just let you in. Um, that is probably the biggest distinction. Is is there's some I don't know. Uh, I I can't remember who it was that said this to me, but it it knock it really connected with me. Was like Miami is me a me, 
Yeah. And it's 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 this me 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 me. I call I call them opera singers because everything is me 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 me. And this is not the whole city by no means. This is my hometown. I love it, but I, I feel like I can. I it's can, family. You could say what you want to say. Yeah, and uh, there's just that there. There's this one little notch of compassion that's not there. Um, it maybe it's because. You know, the last time you opened the door in your house, somebody fucking robbed you. Or the last time, you know, so yeah. I, I feel I, I feel that only in Dade's Instagram page sometimes is too much of an authentic representation of my hometown. <laughs> it's too real. <laughs> it's too real. Yeah. 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 That, so, yeah, that, that's probably the, the biggest difference. And I think that's probably my biggest challenge when I go back home is, you know, say I say hi to people and people automatically look at you like you're fucking crazy yeah. or you want something from them or you're going to stab and, them. And, and, yeah. and it's coming from Sometimes LA. All three. It's, a, it's a huge city, even bigger than Miami. So it's not like when no, it's, you, it's bit, yeah, it's way you bigger. come from a small little town that everybody's like, Hey, hello. You know, um, you're coming from a big city as well because like here, um, you know, the reason I asked that is because, you know, I've been fortunate enough to have traveled a lot throughout the U S and I, I do think that Miami and LA are very similar. Absolutely. Um, in, a, in like even infrastructure, it's very similar. So like I was telling him earlier today, we were driving through some random neighborhood. And I'm like, this feels like Miami. Like the houses are different. It's a little bit of a different architecture, but it feels like Miami, like the front yard. And then you always have that one neighbor with the overgrown weeds. And then you have another one that yeah. like the front yard is pristine. Like this feels very much like. And even some of the architecture has like that Spanish vibe to yeah. it that, you know, could be Coral Gables-y or, you yeah. know. Well, the thing is here, most everything is made out of wood. Um, not concrete. So you'll see these multi-million dollar houses being built, but they're being built out of wood because, you know, uh, wood has some give if there's an earthquake or if, where, you know, you want in Florida, you want concrete because right. of the high velocity winds or whatever if, if you have a hurricane. So there, that's, that's you know, different in that sense. And we don't have as much rain here. So you'll see a lot more of the roofs that lend themselves to a place that doesn't have, you know, that doesn't have a lot of rain. Yeah. But people here have a shit ton of leaks, which is really funny. <laughs> Knock on wood, my house hasn't had a leak yet. But yeah, but people here, it's like it rains and they're like million dollar house and they got buckets right. like all over the house. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because it's, maybe because it doesn't rain as much roofing yeah. and there is no hurricanes. Roofing isn't you know because roofing in Miami is like a multi million dollar industry. Like yeah, people que son techero are like rich. I'm like damn, we entered the, the we're wrong. in the wrong industry. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Let's beat the techeros. You know, they all look like Mr. T. <laughs> <laughs> and and but, I, know, I can't deal with that much chapa bolte. Yeah, yeah, me neither. But man. um, but driving like you know again today I was like you know I spent the whole day driving and I'm like. Yeah, I'm in LA. It's like Miami. It's like you, you know, to get when you put something on the, on the map, it's like, oh, that's five miles away. That doesn't really mean anything. It could be, you know. Yeah, it, I will tell you here. I'll I'll drive five miles and it doesn't feel very far. But if I'm driving from my dad's house in Las Aguacera and I have to get Bird Road and go west towards the Palmetto, mm -hmm. it feels like a fucking eternity. Yeah. Uh, and it's like two miles. And it takes 17 years. Like, mm -hmm. the, you know, it feels like the Palmetto will get finished by the time I make it to the Palmetto. <laughs> it really does, man. And I feel like that's gotten progressively worse. Like, every, you know, I'll, I'll be gone from Miami for six months. I go back and it feels like the traffic is worse. Yeah. And I'm not I, re just referring to Brickle. I'm talking no, about no, like no. Kendall. Like, yeah. But I appreciate that you are saying that because, you know, when we say it, right, it's like, I, whatever, blah, 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 you know, because we're seeking it every day, but you don't. So for you to say it, to me, it validates a little bit that we, I'm baffled by it. I yeah. really am. Every time I'm like, God, well, like wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus. Let me let me ask you something. Yeah. Living out here, um, do you often hear people say things about Miami or South Florida that's like grossly inaccurate? Like, 
that's not the way it is, you know, like that you feel you have to say something. And if it is, what do, what is it that you hear people say about South Florida that's like wrong? Well, I mean, j just start with sports. Uh, you will watch any broadcast on ESPN. They're like from South Beach. And I'm like, no, dude, you're in fucking downtown Miami. Yeah. Like you're nowhere near South Beach. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, like stick your head out the window <laughs> of the arena. technically in another city. Yeah. Do you hear him, Tiroteo? <laughs> you're not in South Beach. You know what I mean? Like what? Like what? So that's usually the, the it's like the geographical aspects of Miami. Um, and then just like misrepresentations of, 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 you know, my culture, Cuban culture, regardless oh, of what it is, yeah. whether it's, you know, the, the food, whether it's like, it, so that's, a pretty consistent uh consistent conversation that i'll have yeah. um and then you know i've had my my from time to time the the che guevara conversation out oh here oh my gosh um, we could have it again we we've had it several uh, times here well, that's, that's always know, a fun not, not yeah. to beat a you know uh no but we need to keep a cia people, murdered so. <laughs> dead horse but um and fuck them but you know what i mean it's like i've i've had that happen out here i've i've only now you know now i'm older and i'm i'm a little bit more chill but yeah when i was younger and i was working at a hotel called um called the standard so they're that they think there's one in miami now yeah yeah there's one in miami but the the og one i worked at was here on the sunset strip and uh which is crazy it's haunted as fuck yeah. and uh yeah is it, it was still a, open no it closed uh it closed towards the towards the middle of the pandemic never reopened and it, it's a former nursing home and i'm telling you that dude i saw stuff in that place where yeah like the stuff you felt the stuff you saw, people that worked there were like, I don't want to do room service at night in the hallways. This because is Pedro, let me see. tell you, goes West yeah. Coast stories. <laughs> but, sorry, I went on a tangent. We're doing a limited series but, next year with Eddie and hotel uh, horror stories. I'm, I'm working at the diner, and uh, there's this big mother, this big fucking dude. And uh, guy was lovely, real nice, and I, I, you know, I, was, I was serving him. And uh, I look, and on his forearm is a big ass like Che Guevara tattoo. Oh boy. okay. That's a yeah, a big one. And uh, you know, like like you I, I didn't need anteojos to see it. You know, it was like it was there. And he had this like gold Rolex watch. And uh, you know, and I, I'm I love watches. I'm into watches. Like I've always been I could tell ever since I, I was a kid. The moment I came in. Um <laughs> it's funny. And uh, and I remember just getting like fucking pit. I don't know, I just got irked. Like really irked, and then at one point, finally, no podía aguantar más. Like I was so nice, and I just, you know, the Miami se me salió, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I, I can't recall what he asked for, and I was like, yes, no, you can have that, but your watch, um, it belongs to the people now, is what I told him. And he goes, what? I go, your tattoo, your watch belongs to the people now, and and the guy got up. <laughs> This guy was a fucking wall, dude. And I'm like, oh shit, me voy a morir. Este tipo me va a matar aquí mismo. You're about to die for your principles. So. <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> principles. Um, but then it actually turned into a like a conversation and uh, and you know a, a different understanding. And I can't even fathom how much of a dickhead you feel like when you don't know what you. What you know. I mean, maybe you don't remember exactly, but what what did he say? You know, because you, somebody says like that belongs to the people. And obviously, you have to explain to him what it means. Did he? communicate to you like what his perspective was or, or why he i mean again it's a tattoo Dude, it's not I, even I remember i remember getting so red and i'm you know i'm tan for me i don't get red but you know what i mean i was internally red and my my co-workers who know and knew me um if i remember correctly somebody like inventó algo to get me out of there wow. to keep me kind of you know um but i don't i don't remember yeah. it's 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 it was probably I, at least at least like seventeen years ago. Oh, okay, okay. So it's been a minute. I've had yeah. that conversation with people as well, and in similar but different scenarios. And you know, I think it depends on the age. A, a lot of you know, a lot of those conversations that I had were with 
people that were like college age and they were all like, yo, bro, he's anti-establishment, you know, you know, anti, you know, big, big corpse and, you know, for the little guy. And I'm like, yeah, but he also killed, you know, thousands of people was like really homophobic and racist. So, you know, and so on and so, you know, and all these terrible things. So, you know, like, well, just yeah. say it. Did they did they give you the uh, omelet? Break a few eggs. Uh... No, no, <laughs> so, no. You know because I, I wouldn't I, be surprised. From because some I saw a lot of you know, especially when I was in school up up in the Midwest, I saw a lot of your typical you could tell middle upper middle class white kids with a Che Guevara shirt. You know, that want to be all like hard, and I'm like, bro, you don't even know what that means. Yeah, like, they don't know. You know the the fact that the anti capitalist. Che Guevara is like the most capitalist, you know, uh, that is thing now on t-shirts and merch. Revenge in a weird way, yeah, right. That somebody who is so like anti-establishment has become the establishment in a weird way. Great. There's there's a little like you know Schadenfreude, right? Like like (laughs) yeah, that's I'm okay with that. Going back to the whole Miami thing, um, you know, and I'm glad that we're talking about, especially now that you've had the exposure of living in the West Coast. A couple of weeks ago, and I talked about it here in the podcast, there was this video that went viral with Kid Fury on Vice, on Vice TV. Um, And actually, I think it was for a video podcast that they do, that he was saying to his co-host, she's like, oh, because you're from Florida. And he's like, no, don't disrespect me like that. I'm from Miami. Mm -hmm. She's like, Florida's you know, Miami's in Florida. And he's like, no, Miami's Miami. And she's, she kept on, she kept pressing him. She's like, uh, Miami, Florida, United States. And he's like, no, I'm not from Florida. I'm from Miami. And that sort of went viral. And I commented on it and I said, obviously this is in jest, right? This is mm-hmm. Of course. Um, I said something like, Hey, I'm really happy you corrected her because Miami is not Florida. And I got this barrage of people, um, commenting on my comment oh you don't own a map you you know <laughs> you failed geography how can you not know that miami first of all first of all it was a joke and the fact that you don't realize that it was a joke is most of the problem but you know what miami is not florida and i will argue that till like <laughs> i will i will die on that hill i will die on that hill miami is not florida I'm yeah no I'm 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 with you on that yeah my, Miami is is definitely not Florida and and then when it comes to comments on the internet I mean I I've I've gotten to a point where I had to like just go back in time and remember when you were in school back in the day when there wasn't social media and you know you had that kid in class que era tremendo como mierda and not only was it going mierda he was just you know like it's just and kids have social media now <laughs> exactly the the kid that the teacher would just like stop and had no voice in school and whatever now feels like they can now get with other comemiedas and share their comemiedanes uh uh online and uh you know they which is the internet yeah basically <laughs> i i did you know yeah. and and that turns into that level of sapingeria that you yeah. get comment wise when you yeah. make a, something in jest and it's happened to me before on social media yeah yeah a bunch and and you know you know what upsets me about that is that again that was in jest but i can assure you that most of those people have never not even set foot in Florida. I've never set foot in Miami. And of don't course. know, don't know that, you know, kind of like the haha, you know, joke that we're talking about that really culturally is so different. You know, that's like telling somebody from Quebec they're Canadian. Right. Right. right? right. You know, they're Quebec, 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 Right. They're they're 
Yes, they are. Their nationality technically and legally is Canadian. Um, but right, but that's you expecting the internet to understand nuance and context. <laughs> right. Fair. Right. Yeah, it's really your fault at the end of the day. <laughs> Where's the line drawn geographically for you? What, how far south are you no longer in Miami? Forget about what actual cities are, but how far south are you no longer? And how far north are you no longer in Miami? Within that realm of, of this context. Okay, South, I would say Homestead is, yeah, not Miami. Okay. See, I used to say that, but I feel like now with it, all it's the homes, because the homes, that's where people have been able to afford them. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's kind of been that that sprawl. Okay. So normally, maybe, maybe not yes. past the racetrack? The ra- let's say the racetrack is kind okay. of the... Well, black- NASCAR is what turns it exit down. Exit like- two, not exit one. <laughs> and black- like, black- like one Confederate flag, and you're that's like, it. we're not in Miami, we're done. Black yeah. Point Marina is pretty Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, pretty Miami. Um, as far, in terms of North, North is hard because then you have Hialeah, which is yeah, pretty North. right. <laughs> but then you have other pockets that are more... Like, do we consider Aventura Miami My, or not? No, Aventura is not Miami. Okay. Really? Aventura. Not even with all the, like, like South American folks with money that live up there? Because every time I feel like I walk through Aventura Mall, I feel like you see more fake boobs than tootsies. That's you know what, what I mean? It's like see, but but I think Aventura Mall. That's where they get And now. listeners, we're going really in deep here. Yeah, I think sorry. Aventura Mall has like a very different feeling than even Dadeland Mall. Yeah, oh no, yeah, absolutely. You know, and and Dadeland Mall is a yeah, really nice mall, right? Yeah. Well, but Bar Harbor is a different enclave. That's yeah. like you know, but even Dadeland has like that Miami feel to it. I mean, it has a chicken kitchen in the food court. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know if Aventura does. Maybe it does. But I feel when I go to Aventura, because I have to go on I-95, I'm like, okay, I traveled somewhere. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's even true. though geographically it's not that far. It's closer to Broward than not. It's more Broward adjacent <laughs> okay. than Dade. I don't know. What do you think? No, I'm 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 kind of the same, and that's and mind you, obviously I haven't lived there in in a long enough time, but I, I feel like Miami Miami's non uh, non literal city line has expanded a little bit from yeah. from when I lived there. Uh, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with you, and I, I haven't been to Homestead in a minute, so I can't speak. But my sister lives on there. Yeah, that's so why, like yeah. you know, back in the day, Homestead for me was mucho reparto, mucho reparto, <laughs> yeah. campo. It was puro it campo. Was campo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I used to play you know baseball down there and like the sports complex and dude it felt like you were driving for an eternity and you saw nothing yeah. i used to feel the same way now yeah. i go there like every other month to, go yeah. <laughs> to see my sister and the kids so it's yeah. like every other month you're a shitty brother i am <laughs> but, like that's, every uh, other but in my but in my defense in my defense that's because i got three nephews that are always playing baseball okay, so fair. they're all never right. home <laughs> yeah whatever they're never <laughs> home all right that's like i always give him i, I struck I, a chord i sort of give him shit i don't say anything but i give him shit when people ask him oh are you from he's like oh i'm in coral gables and i'm like no you're not you're from westchester like no, what no, are no, you no, talking no, no, about no, no. i'm from in- i'm from westchester but i live in the gables right i know i know but it was sort of like I lived many years in downtown. I lived in a high rise. And I have to tell you that I always struggled when people, obviously in Miami, would ask me um, where I lived to not say like Kendall Westchester, right? Yeah. Because I, w- I would say, no, I live downtown. But then I don't know. You're going to think that I'm, you know, you go, you, all those like mind tricks go, but you're going to think I'm from there, but I'm not from there, but I'm, but I live there. <laughs> You know, like the, the whole like, why does this even matter? Well, like, Miami has that, that that geographical caste system that we all are like. Really does it does? Yeah, it does. You look at the really map does. and it's just like you know. Does that exist out here? Uh, of course, yeah, absolutely. If of course it exists out here, where but it, it, I don't know if it's if now because of the city being so big and and the level of gentrification out here, it's not the same as it was when I first moved here. Um, you know, the, there's a neighborhood which I love called Highland Park. And Highland Park, when I first moved to L.A., was shady. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you would go to Highland Park, and I remember I had friends from Miami that went to high school with me that had a condo in Highland Park, and I went to go visit them. And they were, you know, they said to me, quite literally, when you park, mm-hmm. you call us, and you walk straight from the car to the front door. Right. Now Highland Park is like Hipsterville, and it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it's, you know, it's it's what, there's an area here called Silver Lake. It's what Silver Lake was when I moved uh, to Los Angeles. Now Silver Lake has gotten a little bit more bougie. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so yeah, no, there there is. There's, you know, your Beverly Hills, your Brentwoods, the, that kind of thing. The only thing I would say about here, because it's such a m- much larger city in scale, I would almost, I would almost say, like, Miami is, let's say, Disneyland in the sense where it's smaller. Right. Um, this is Disney World. Los Angeles is <laughs> okay. Disney World. The way it's spread out, it's it's huge. And and so there are more pockets that are affluent. Right. You know, in Miami, you would say, oh, Coco Plum, or you would say Pinecrest, or, you know, or, or areas in Coral Gables. And that was kind of it. Right. Yeah. Here, no. You've got fucking San Marino, Beverly Hills, Brentwood, Westwood. It's like, well, no matter where you go, there's going to be a $40 million house. Right. Yeah. I feel I learned a lot about um, neighborhoods and places in California and LA from California Love by Tupac. Oh, <laughs> Pasadena, yeah. Pasadena, where you at? Englewood. Englewood, always up to no good. Yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah. yeah, Tupac. Little did we know he was our geography teacher. Tupac was the Rand McNally of hip hop. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. He was ahead of his time. He, he was. was. He, he was, was ahead of his time. <laughs> he was absolutely ahead of his time. Oh, Lord. So I, I want to switch gears a little bit. I know we've been talking a lot about, like, you know, Miami, L.A. and all this. But I, I just wanted to bring something up because, I you know, we're all the same age. We all kind of grew up the same, you know, era and everything. And I just saw the other day that, you know, CNN's been doing all these, like, uh, docuseries on the 70s, the 80s, et cetera. And They're doing one now in the 2010s. Okay. Is is it too soon? Is it, it a too little bit. soon? Like a little I, bit. I feel like. But I will say like, this: it's so. only been. It's really. It's only been like what three years. But removed, I will say this: much. I will. It has. But I remember, and I remember the year exactly. It was two thousand four. VH1 doing. I love the nineties. Oh yeah, and I used to love that shit. So that was two thousand four. It was two thousand four. Yeah. Yes. Cause I remember I was in law school. Yeah, I was I working guess. for Telemundo, and I remember we used to like I used to. Yeah, t- I remember I to, yeah. there was even a commercial with Eta, the blonde girl that was, um, that she was in Suits. Um, Rachel Harris. Yes, that she would even go up to one of them. She's like, "Is it too soon?" <laughs> right, because that only been three, right. four years. I even but, remember the jingle. I love the name. Oh, the it strikes back. Yeah. Strikes back. Yeah. My favorite. This is why I brought it up because we are all the same age, and I knew this. Was, was, I missed well. VH1 when it was still good. Was the in the eighties the the year they were talking about? As we're uh, using your your uh, Prince coaster. The year they were talking <laughs> about um, Eta, Tina Turner and her comeback with "What's Love Got to Do with It?" Oh, with Lonely Love. Yeah. That she's like, what's love got to do? She's like, go ahead, Tina. I loved that part. I love that part. She is, she is wonderful. I don't know. I just saw it and I was like, a part of me, it's it's it just you know ties back to a lot of things like that. Actually, you and I have talked about, which is, ooh, yay, being topped off. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Okay, so what does this have in it again? Because it's pretty amazing. Other stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. Proprietary information, <laughs> people. I was just going to say, that just means you don't ask. No pregunte. Está rico. Está rico. No pregunte lo que But but no, where I was going with this was, obviously, you know, is it too soon? But also, you and I have talked about this. That, you know, again, to bring this up, we're we're sitting here, you know, using coasters that have prints on it. We talked about Purple Rain. You know, there's there's a certain collective pop culture understanding. Do you think that even happened in the 2010s? 
in in the in, I, the, in the way in the way that like because like you said you know the nineties was was in two thousand four they did I love the nineties but there was still that monoculture so, so I, right but I think it's I don't different think so because yeah. something that we talk about now we've talked about a bunch of show, uh, times in the show is that now there's so much content that people don't have shared experiences. Right. Yeah, when there's no line in the sand anymore. It felt like before there was a line in the sand between the 80s and the 90s and right. even the flip to 2000. But the minute we got smartphones, the minute YouTube, yeah. the minute everything was streaming, everything is kind of blurred. Yeah, and it, look, for example, a few years ago when like Game of Thrones was in its peak and I remember that it was ending, so many people saw that show. And I remember being thinking, I think you and I discussed this. This is one of the only shows in the last few years, where, whether you watched it or not or liked it or not, that a lot of people were watching and we were having water. What is it? Water cooler moments. Mm-hmm. Cause I remember, yeah. you know, remember when we were in school that the next day people would be like, yo, did you watch, you know, uh, who's a boss? Like, did you yeah. watch, you know, yeah. growing uh, family matters? Elf. Like, Elf. You know, yes. All that, Actually, that's right? perfect. I love yeah. Elf. Yeah. But now that doesn't happen because of the amount of content. And what I think is probably what that sort of turned into is that I think that people are going to look back and think of viral moments because for example, I think that, if I were to do uh, I Love the 2010s, you know what I would include there? The Bed and Tudor song. Remember? Oh, they're snatching everybody up again. Trying to rape you, so you better... Um, oh my God, what's his name? Tra- Tra- grab, Tra- your Tra- kids, Tra- grab your wife because they're raping you. Do you, do you remember that? No idea the what guy you're talking about. Like, <laughs> the guy that was like... Sorry, thank thank you, usually but, I do improv. Yes, and. But, but thank no, you I for no proving idea. our point, right? right no like, monoculture. And then Sweet Brown with... Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Oh yeah, I remember that. Ain't nobody got time. This one was like... Hide your kids. Hide your kids. Hide your kids. Hide your kids. They're raping everybody out. You don't have oh, to call and confess. We're looking for you. We're gonna find you. We're gonna find you. So you can that one. Well, anyway. Go run tell that. Hey, homeboy, homeboy. Anyway, look it up. Bed intruder song, people. That went viral, and the people who remixed it even did an iTunes song. And like the da- the proceeds of the download um went to you know the guy who came out on the news. So I think it's gonna be stuff like that, or like memes, because kids are so into memes now like my kid is into rick rolling people okay so which is great because i'm like okay now you're learning about rick astley which totally you know i'm okay with that but i think it's gonna be like memes like people are gonna think like oh remember that moment that one have you shown him the foo fighters uh rick rolling the um the i don't know the I can't remember the West something Baptist Church those the people, Westboro Westboro did you seen no, the video of the Foo Fighters rip rolling them awesome they were protesting outside a Foo Fighter show and uh, they because pulled up not, in a right? flatbed the full band playing just never gonna give up, you just up run them out oh yeah. yeah and they're just like playing the drums and everybody's like having a blast and they Rick rolled uh, yeah that that gente yeah. Hey, they protest everything. It's like picks one thing. Just protest one thing. They show up to everything. But, you know, but back to that, like, you know, Ish and I have said that on, uh, talked about that before. Like, sometimes I'll see a show that'll be like, oh, on a fifth season. And I'm like, I didn't even know this show had five seasons. Yeah, right. Like, whereas before, especially a show that ran around, ran for so many seasons, whether you watched it or not, you knew it, you know? Um, I knew, uh, what was it? Ellie Law. <laughs> like, I don't oh, remember, yeah. you know, or like, uh, what stuff that we didn't watch? Not Slanding. Not oh, yeah. Slanding. I used to watch like, that with my mom. Yeah. Like, who? Okay. Falcon I never, Crest. Falcon Crest. I, yeah. I know they exist. Yeah. I never watched one episode, but I know that they were a thing. But I think that that goes with the the bigger conversation which we've had here that like i remember when we were you know again we're the same age so we went through like similar things i remember being in high school and knowing who like the beatles were 
and knowing, even if I didn't know all their songs, but knowing about them, knowing you know they existed, you know that they were prolific, you know that they, Sammy Davis Jr., Uh, the Rolling Stones, like I knew who Mick Jagger was, uh, you know. Even again, if I didn't know the whole like, for some reason, you know who Bernadette Peters is, <laughs> and no, I don't do Broadway. For, but what did she do? Like Briars or Yo Play? I can't. It remember. was Briars. It was Briars. It, was it Briars. must be for that. <laughs> it was Briars. It must be for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, so and I, but I think that the difference is that kids now don't. Mira, the other day, um, we were at one of our Pink Pompoyo pop ups, and my niece went, and her boyfriend was there. And How old? Fifteen. Okay. So my brother is a huge George Michael fan. Enormous, huge. Um, he wants to see him in London and everything because he's like, no, I want to see George Michael in London. Legends. I think the only Not person him. who was a bigger fan of George Michael than your brother was George Michael. <laughs> yeah, That's fair. So, yeah. So um, <laughs> he gave the kid a task that he had to learn 10 George Michael songs. That's kind of awesome. Because the kid didn't know any. And then when he was there, remember, we started asking him, okay, do you know any Madonna songs? Do you know any, like, we started shooting off big names. And he's like, no. No, and I'm like, but how? Like how? I mean, I, I think it's almost it's almost the same the same when when maybe people heard Gwen Stefani, It's My Life, and didn't know Talk Talk existed, and that's the original version of that song. Mm-hmm. And these are people that are even a ge- like I would say even almost a generation younger because I don't know that song probably came out in the oh eight oh nine like somewhere in that right. in that realm. I don't know. Is it is it that is it that same thing? But where... it's but it's one thing to not know a cover. And it's another thing to like, just be like, I have no idea who this person who right. has sold a good fair. jillion albums. Well, so to be fair, I'm the same, but in the opposite. Uh, somebody was mentioning to me, I forgot what they, they mentioned the name Maruka, and I go, I have no fucking clue who that is, and I'm really grateful that I don't know who this person is. And uh, and everyone's like, they're why like, why are you grateful you don't know who this is? Oh, I want to unpack this, dude. <laughs> well, it's just like there's there's I'm a like, lot of there's a lot of shit music out there. Oh, that for I'm sure. So glad I don't know who the people are. Just because they're popular to me doesn't mean that they're no that they're good. That's um, usually the case. And yeah. I I can appreciate cultural impact of 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 music. I get it, but there's still a lot of shit that I don't like. You know, when when legendary jazz performer Bobby McFerrin's most successful song is Don't Worry, Be Happy. Yeah. And that's the shittiest fucking song that guy yeah. ever did. You know, that's just, the, that you have to used. be okay with it. But again, you have to remember. Didn't Bobby McFerrin do Ocean Spray commercials? But it's also, it's, but that that's also <laughs> yeah. about the whole thing of like, you know, to have a hit, you have to be all things to all people, which kind of means that then you're almost nothing to no one, right? Like, because yeah, you can't be, you, you you almost can't be successful. It's very rare to be successful. Let me rephrase that. Being very unique and specific to you. Because at a certain point, if you want to reach the masses, back, at least back in our day, you kind of had to figure out how to navigate and appeal to you, to you, to me, to mom, to grandma, to, you know, to all age groups. Whereas I think now, kind of to what you're saying, you can be very successful because you appeal to these 10,000 people and they will buy everything you have and that's it. And you don't have to go to the label. You don't have to, you know, you, you can you can self-publish. You can do it all on your own. What's the current version in society of the 80s ballad? When I'm referring, because that was the formula, right? Whether it was Cheap Trick. No, I Want You to Want Me, you know, uh, uh, Sedated. Those weren't the songs. Or Sorry, the Sedated is... Uh, uh, it's the Ramones. Yeah, it's the Ramones. But uh, their hit, their song was The, the Flame. Mm-hmm. Okay, their fucking love rock ballad. The, the Bengals, Eternal Flame was their big one. Um, fucking Chrissy Hind of the Pretenders, I'll Stand By You is the big so it's that it, So what's that now for people? Is there well, something? I, I don't know the last time a ballad was. Together. Is, is the only what thing I, the the only ballad, person, but what is the formula now? The only person I can think of that does anything remotely similar and is not similar is Adele. Yeah. Adele has yeah, like yeah. gun wrenching power ballads, if you will. Because like when you mention all those songs, I also think of ballads like 
more like mid to late eighties with like the saxophone and all that. Um, uh, and that's, that doesn't really, I mean, I'm, 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 Every once in a while, like right now, there's a song called um, "Let Me See Your Beautiful." Uh, it's your chance to shine. It it's a, it has a little bit of traction, and I and I he I've heard it on the radio a few times, and I'm like, wow, this song is like a ballad. It's a piano ballad, and it's being played on Y100 or Z100, uh, depending where you're at. Um, K Rock over here. <laughs> uh, so no, I, I I don't know, but you know, the kids are into Bad Bunny. Well, so is it what like the more rachetero the the lyrics are like like because you know trust me like music from from my you know my youth was just as ratchet but oh, yeah. you had to really pay attention to the lyrics you know well they were trying yeah, they were tr like you know this is any salsa song I mean, from little, the 80s and they're they're like that's they're like so porn. funny you say that yeah. have you like stopped to read the lyrics of Devorame otra vez oh that's where I was like, devour me again yes yeah <laughs> I mean it's right there. In yeah. the title. And actually, yeah. the other day I was listening to a song because I I um I, I put it on the well you have a Tesla on the that Tesla streaming service our cars have, and you remember that guy I drive Alvaro a Corolla. Okay, huh? let's get this correct. Okay, I'm kidding. Okay, <laughs> hey, remember you remember that guy Alvaro Torres? Alvaro Torres, no. He was like a a big pop singer in the eighties and in the eighties and early nineties. He even had a song with Selena, and he was like this very conservative man with like you know, a suit and all that. And he sung these power ballads. And the other one, the other day I was listening to one and I'm like, oh my God, he's talking something like Quiero beber en el mar de tu cuerpo y eh, oh, eh, saborear eh, tu agua otra vez, otra vez. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's the shit we can get away in Spanish, you know? And then in the 80s, you had like Timmy T with One More Try, which is like the fucking lamest lyrics. <laughs> one more try. I didn't know how much. I loved you. And you're like, okay, you really, you, you can't say anything vile with this guy. You're and like, yet now I want to hear the song. I'm, oh, I'm on a loop for at least 20 minutes. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Because I've totally forgotten that song existed. Once we get in my Corolla, we'll play yes. it on a loop <laughs> in the streaming service. Uh, we'll put on our Z Cavarichis and then we'll go. Oh, nice. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> From Lorraine Designers. Ooh, they're, they're ooh I haven't heard that one in a while. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I still remember my first pair. I'm so excited, yeah. dude. Oh my gosh! So I think I got so mine. The ring designer. So I don't remember where I got I my parents did not want to buy me Z Cavarichi because they were expensive. They were like seventy five dollars and up. They were, dude. They yeah. were expensive, and you know they. I was much younger. We were like what ten years old when they were really in. But my brother, who's seven years older than me, had a pair, and I remember one day. <laughs> Getting ready for school, I took his pants and I put them in my book bag. And when I got to school, <laughs> I put them on over my pants. Now, mind you, my brother was like at the time 17, 18, and I was 10. So they were a little bit big on me, just a little bit, but somehow I made it work. <laughs> and I wore my Z Cavarichis to school. Now I want to go on eBay and find a pair and see if I can fucking fit into those things, man. I just want to want to find a pair in my current size. I don't. I don't. The, I don't know if I could get them over cool the, the find waist. The, the, the classic, because there were a couple of designs, but I feel the classic Z Cavarici was the one that had like a flap that would. Yeah, I had curve a, down a, a black then, pair of those. Yeah, yeah, the one pair I ever had. But those were the ones that, like, okay, but like it kind of came up like almost like a girdle. Right? And listeners, like, if you know what yeah. Z Cavaricis are, then you're our age. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. MC Hammer pants for people who didn't have MC I mean, Hammer that, pants. That's something that hasn't come back. No. <laughs> Z 
Zikarichi. Give it time. Give it you time. You know, I remember yeah. loves. Mirac everything has come you, back. You know what's a, where it's a place that you could find Zikarichis today? Goodwill. No, Saved by the Bell. <laughs> Slater loved his Zikarichis. Yeah. They were always stonewashed. And it was funny because it wasn't it wasn't Zach. It was Slater. <laughs> like that place. That's right. He always had his Zikarichis yeah. on. Well, because you know Slater was the dancer. And Z Cavarichis were for dancers. I don't know. It doesn't seem like something a non-dancer would wear. Okay, I guess. You know, he needs a little bit more give. <laughs> well, I mean, he was on Dancing with the Stars, so you know, he was. He yeah. was really kind of yes, yes, and know, he's, foreshadowing. He's, his, and, uh, and well, we can go before that. He was on Kids Incorporated as one of the dancers, and he was a boxer on the Golden Girls. No, he was an illegal immigrant in the Golden Girls. But wasn't he a boxer? No. Somebody boxed it in the, the Golden The boxer Girls. was the guy who then also played Enrique Mas Don't on the Golden Girls. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. And he was a Cuban, a Cuban boxer. That he was also trying out for Juilliard and also a violinist. Why do I remember this? I can't do algebra. I can't do algebra. This I have back in my hand. Yeah. Anyway. This wait, is my life. Let's, let's go back to L.A. Yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> Where we're at Jump now. Let, let's, yeah. you know, these are L.A. episodes. So what, what are some of your favorite things about L.A.? Uh, the weather. Even yes. not today, uh, but the the weather here I'll is you, probably even my... today that it's overcast. Yeah, yeah. even I feel today like we that it's apologize overcast for the bad weather today. You and I. Yeah, huh? I feel like we brought the bad weather. I feel like we should apologize to uh, you no, for bringing the, the weather. The best thing is the the lack of humidity. Just you know, I go I go back home the minute I get out of the plane and I feel the humidity. I'm like, oh fuck my life. It's just it's a, it, and I love it. It's nice for like two seconds, and then I'm like, oh yeah yeah. I'm gonna sweat from the front of Miami International Airport. To Yosmani's Uber yes. that I'm about to walk into, yes. you know the terminals, out, the outside of MIA, I think has extra humidity. Yeah, it feels like it, right? It's like it, I it feel like holds they it, it in. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they pump like, like the way, the way like the oxygen, oxygen in Vegas. <laughs> humidity is such a problem. Like it really, yeah. really is. Yeah. Like Like it's like oh my god. Um, but yeah, the weather here really is. Yeah, and I think also just the the proximity to do stuff. So I, I like the beach in Florida. As far as the United States is concerned, let's not talk not Hawaii, but continental United States is the best. Like the beach in LA, it's I think the beach in LA is beautiful. The rocks, the cl- like it's gorgeous, but it's fucking freezing. So when people tell me they want to live by the beach, I could not care less. I don't want to live by the beach here. I have You're zero sighting exactly what he says. He's verbatim. Yeah, because I say that all the time. I'm like the beaches in California. Scenic wise, stunning, are beautiful. Go to Big Sur. It's one of the most beautiful places you will it, ever go to. You could be there. Hours just marveling at how beautiful they are. Pero la guano sirve. No, it's brutal. It's Pero super cold. Yeah, I remember one of the first times. It, it, actually, I think it was the first time I went to California was to San Diego, and I went in the middle of July, and it was it was it was hot for San Diego. <laughs> um, yeah. And I remember being so excited, and I was like jumping, you know, running into the beach. And when I was like waist high, I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Oh, it's this really is cold, freezing," and it yeah. was July. I agree. I think that Miami Beach. And it's not that I'm biased in terms of the quality of the beach. Exactly. Not counting Hawaii. Is the and most not beautiful, counting the U.S. Virgin Islands. Yeah. Is the, is <laughs> oh, yeah, the, those. It's the most beautiful, uh, since we, I don't know geography. It is the most beautiful <laughs> beach in the continental United States. Continental. Continental. Not Let's say Ocean Beach. Yes. <laughs> because there's a place in Michigan called Mackinac Island. Yes. Where oh, the water Mackinac. looks like it's Bora Bora. It might yeah. be, it's freezing. But it's like the it's stunning. It's it's beautiful. We have yeah. jumped into yeah. the waters of Mackinac. Mackinac. Yes. yes. Oh wow, bravo. Yes. yes. And I jumped into the waters of Mackinac and the moment you're like, Oh, this is not salt water. The buoyancy is different. Yeah. <laughs> like swimming from here to here is like <laughs> You're <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> have you jumped in? Uh, no, no, no. But I'm thinking of when I jumped in the Dead Sea last summer, how you like bounce out of it. Right. You know? <laughs> oh, you went to the Dead Sea? Yeah. Oh, that's did you do the whole newspaper or reading magazine thing? Uh, yes. No, no. What did I have? I had wine bottles. And we were like pouring wine in the Dead Sea. Yeah. Which that, was fun. That must be like an amazing experience. Life-changing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, would, yeah, yeah. Like, I can't, you can't explain it to people. The, just the way your skin feels when you get out of the water there because yeah. of the salt, right? Yeah. The hot, like, it's, you did it's the whole wild. Mud thing. I did the mud thing. Uh, you know, when you're driving by the Dead Sea, what looks like white caps, as if you were looking at the ocean, it's not. It's just salt. Yeah. So, you, it, it, it's like you're stepping on glass or hitting glass with your feet. If you walk in wrong, because the whole bottom is, or there's sections of the bottom that aren't sand. It's like rocks of salt. And it, imagine cutting yourself in the Dead Sea, too. You know, no te raco un ojo, ni el culo, ni nada, right? Because it's going to burn. If you have a paper cut? Oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, sorry. Uh, and I to, to back to L.A. is I, one thing that I didn't, I didn't know I didn't know, right? Living in, in Florida, growing up in Florida, I didn't know how much I would eventually fall in love with wine. Mm-hmm. And living out here, just the fact that I can drive in an hour in almost any direction and there's wineries and vineyards um and you know like the the the, the land here kind of mm-hmm. it thrives here to, to to grow grapes and stuff agriculturally that's one thing that i love here the produce here i'm sorry it is the best mm-hmm. when when like when you know chefs that i know will come from florida uh or you know they'll, they'll come from new york even which has great markets but you go go to the market here go to the farmer's market like the, the vegetables and stuff the flavor's different really? yeah yeah, the agriculture, that's one thing about this. And I didn't know, you know, I didn't know until I'm out here. Yeah. I didn't know that an avocado was actually supposed to taste much better than our big ass fucking Caribbean avocados that yeah. we're used to. Yeah, to me, but I, give me the big avocado. No, to no. me, it's a Haas. Yeah, yeah that's a, it's a flavor thing. Because yeah. I love the, the you know, it, may, it reminds me of home. I just wanted for value. The good thing is, if you had the Haas one in Miami, nobody would steal it. Because they're like, son una mierda. Yeah. nobody's going to jump the fence <laughs> to steal your avocados. Strategic. I yeah. like that, it. That's, a, that's, I always say that that's like a, such a Miami thing when you have that one coworker, and if you live somewhere else, you wouldn't get it. The when you have the Miami coworker that has either an avocado plant or a mango plant that you know when it's in season, you have that coworker that comes with the Sedano's bags. Mira, mijita, uno aguacate para ti, uno para ti, and everybody. You get an aguacate, and you get an aguacate. They turn into Oprah. Even even Trans people, fat Oprah. even people that um <laughs> that you don't even like that much in the office, you still give them you know su javita de, well, de aguacate. So damn much of it. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous, yeah, and you know, and I feel California also has like its own cuisine. I um, I remember one time I was talking to a friend, and I'm like, "Oh, you know, be California cuisine." <laughs> he was like, "What is California cuisine?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I just I can't explain it. I know it when I see it. I still has avocado." Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, yes, that's fair. That's that's a super fair assessment to see that. But it, it's really like just the the fresh ingredients and stuff that's yeah. relatively, you know, I hate that like the douchey ass term of local, but it, it is, you know, and a, and a nice vinaigrette. Yeah, pretty much, right? <laughs> Not a heavy blue cheese. Yeah, dressing. I think the, the greatest thing ever was the SNL sketch, the Californians. I love uh, it. that. I is love it. that is it's it's so accurate. I never got that sketch. Oh, when you meet people here, they will tell you how they got from where they were coming from to you. Mm-hmm. That they did the this, did the, and then they tell, oh, you find out where they work, and I go, oh, how do you get home? Oh, I go this way, and I go over the hill that way. I go, mm, you want to try this one? Oh shit! And that turns into that minus the Bill Hader accent, but it's really like that's. That's it's, I love it's so accurate. Games. I never got that sketch. What? Well, yeah, I didn't. I, I felt it was very regional. Like you know, it is. It's one of those. If you you get it, you're, well, you're it's kind there. of like how many people would feel the same way about when um uh, what's her face uh, Anna, Anna Dama, mi prima. When, when they did when they did the show the other day. How many people would be like, well, this tire sketch was regional. I have no idea what the fuck they're talking yeah. about in the Spanish class. But you didn't know? you love it? I did. It yeah, yeah, great. yeah. No, I loved it. It was great. 
So it worked. Screw the rest of the people. It was great. Not, and you know, you don't live around people, so many people whose name starts with a Y. That's, right. that's right. except for my wife, who's, who's Generation Y. You know, my Marielita wife um, with, with her Generation Y name. That's pretty much it. I mean, yeah. yeah, she was born in Cuba, right? Yeah. yeah. Because now in Miami, it's like, it's like a it's like a creative thing almost. It's like how creative can we get with the Y? Because now I've also noticed is that they'll have like more traditional names with a Y, like Yenifer. Oh yeah, you oh, know. Yeah. You know Junior. Junior, right? <laughs> like I'm like, if you and only, he's not a junior. I'm like, if you only knew that Junior, even with a J, is not really a name. But you know, we're not gonna go there. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll just say a, fr- a friend of mine deals with clients who are in that Y name. Um, background and uh without saying too much he loves to send me the names on his appointments mm-hmm. because he's like he's like do you think this person is, you know whatever he'll right, and yeah. then it'll be like you nazis mm-hmm. oh that was the best one that i got recently you nazis yeah is it like onassis did something like what, what who came up with that Yo, so we we have a friend that um, oh so I'm not, I gotta mull that one over. <laughs> she had a I don't know if it was a coworker yeah. or like a consultant that came to her to her office whatever, but somebody that she dealt with at work that his name was Onedoyar. Holy fuck! Oh my god, send that guy to Amish country, please. That's a <laughs> fucking reality show. I'm like Onedoyar. I'm like, <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> I want to see him churning she's butter. Like, she said that when he would say Onedoyar, she didn't think about it, but when he spelled his name, she's like, Oh my god, it's one dollar. <laughs> like Onedoyar. Oh my shit. Oh, it's one dollar Onedoyar, and I'm like. Oh. <laughs> Imagine actually... being at the ninety nine cent store and pregnant <laughs> and inspired. <laughs> By the fucking Tupperware you oh, almost yeah. bought for one of the yeah. I I think it was a a cousin of my sister in law who years this was years ago this was an OG that I remember their name was everybody so I was just like oh my god this girl's of school age so like when they start school when they say everybody come here no not everybody just you know Gosh, yeah. yeah I hope she had a nice nickname. I don't know if she did. <laughs> Evie. So, you know. I don't know if she did. But Onedoyar is pretty good, yeah. And then, you know, there's the classics like uh, Umail, U.S. Mail, yeah. Unavi, you U.S. Know, yeah. Navy. Yeah. Yeah, those are, you know. I had a I had a Unavi. I had a Unavi that I played baseball with. Really? I had a Yos- Yosmani was a really popular one at Yosmani, yeah. That one? Yeah. 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 We all had a Yosmani yeah. that played shortstop in element, you know, in yeah. Little League. To the people that say that Miami is uh, is Florida, how many people outside of Miami are named Uthnavi? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. There ain't Seriously. none of those in that Floribama coast area. No. no, no, that must be the most like the worst and the most entertaining job in Florida is to in Miami. Excuse me, to be is to work at the DMV mm-hmm. to see the fucking names that come through that place yeah. must be uh, amazing. I wonder if there's ever a moment where they just have no more spaces. Like it's just too many S's, L's, and I's. Like they just have to stop at a certain yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, it's. Aren't you kind of glad that at least we're not, I don't know, like Polish or Eastern European? Because imagine that long name plus all the name with all the consonants at the end. Yeah. Like that would be like a whole alphabet of a name. Yeah, that's too many. Like Manaskarovich or you know, like it's. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. 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 Not no. doing it. I'd change my They're name. They're just running out of the Y at like, you know, when I'd you be, buy letters. I'd, I'd, like, I'd be like, no, no, we're good. We're good. Thank you. You know yeah. what would be great? Like Bob. to go to like, you know, the Michaels 
you know, they all have all the letters where you could do different crafts with them. It'll be interesting to go to like the Michaels and Hialeah versus like the Michaels and like Coral Gables. Yeah. And see how much wise. Like, oh, there's a shortage of wise. There's a shortage yeah, of wise in the Michaels and Hialeah. Yeah. <laughs> or there's just a whole bin of wise. <laughs> you have the wild the bestseller. Aisle. The, the, white, aisle. the white aisle. <laughs> Every font imaginable of why. <laughs> Every font, <laughs> I it's lowercase, great. uppercase, <laughs> cursive. For how did we like corner the market in Y names? I have no idea. Like I, I always thought it was the Russian influence in in like you know I have a cousin whose name is Michael, but it's spelled like in Russian Michael M A Y K E L Michael. Yeah, right. And I was like, okay, is it is it that is it that Soviet influence? Yeah, that, I think that... it's a little bit of that. It's probably a little bit of that. I also think it's just it's it's. There's a little bit of a pronunciation thing. So, like, a lot of it is the J in Spanish is Jota. So, it's it, it would be, you know, instead of Julie, it would be Juli. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not a name. Right. So, it'd be Julie, but the J doesn't really exist. So, it's Yuli. But, and but, so, they kind of... But I, I don't, there's, there's, like, factors, I don't even I think. think it's that because... Look, even in American culture, there's certain names that resonate. was also the whole time that you couldn't have an American quote-unquote name. But there's Cuba. certain mm-hmm. names that resonate at certain times. Like, I remember a couple of years ago, I went to my um, nephew's graduation. And I kid you not, every other kid was Matthew or Sebastian. And this was in 2021, so these kids were about 18. So they were probably born... Well, my, my nephew was born... In no, this was in 2019. Shit, but now the pandemic years are a blur. Um, so these kids were born in like 2000, 2001, and they're all named Sebastian and Matthew. And Sebastian, I thought, because of cruel intentions, okay, yeah, all right. But, um, so you know, there's certain names that are popular, but I feel that the why thing with Cubans, like, I like, why, why, <laughs> why? Yeah. Like, like, the only why, why name I could think of that would have translated over from Russian culture was like Yuri, yeah, because I had a I know a lot of Yudis. But sure. that's the only one I could think of. No, and there were a lot of Cubans that had, like, how many Cubans have you met? Yeah, you right, know? right, right. There were some authentic uh, Russian, Russian names. names that really did, but that's even of another generation. True. That's not even so much now. Or there are people in Cuba that are named that. It's after, like, their parents, right? But the whole why thing now, I... Isn't that how, I, how you know when a baseball player is Cuban? Even if you don't know, like, it doesn't matter what yeah. team, when you see the name, ah, Yassid, the specific Cuban thing, because not even Dominicans hey, or Puerto Ricans have <laughs> yeah. it, you know? Not even no, them. No, yeah. It's like uniquely yeah, it's not Caribbean. Cuban. It's uniquely Cuban. Because there's, there's a lot of things we overlap in with uh, Dominicans and Puerto Ricans, but yeah. not the not the Yuhnavi. No. No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> We're just really matter of the moment. We're like, you know what? Like, I can't figure out what am I going to name it. Oh, there's a boat right there. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, I got to so bad. Like, we got to go. We got to move. Yeah. 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 Oh, this is a fun game now. Trying yeah. to think of what other random ass words could turn into names. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It really, really is. But, you know, anyway. Wait, wait. Sorry, I'm like thinking of all the shit that I didn't realize were American names growing up. Mm-hmm. But we just pronounced like, Frigidaire is a frigidaire. Oh, yeah. And yeah. as a child, I was yeah. like, and then I remember the day I saw a refrigerator that said Frigidaire on it. And I was like, oh, yes, sir. Do, do you know what was the biggest, like, it was an epiphany moment for me that the day I realized that, like, it was like in a movie that... Vicks Vapor Rub was the, the one for me, the, the first oh, one. Really? Yeah. That the lights came on and I went, oh, 
and like the heavens <laughs> opened up and I had like a moment at Home Depot. <clears throat> I always thought that what you put on the walls is chirro. C-H-I-R-O. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. Chirro. Yeah. <laughs> because in Spanish, you even say it with a ch- chirro. Yeah. You, don't say, a chirro. Sh- you don't say chirro. You say chirro. So I thought that in Spanish, it was C-H-I-R-O. And one random day, I'm at Home Depot. And you know how the wall panels on the side have the brand and it says sheet rock. And I was like, sheet rock. I was like, sheet rock. Shiro. Shiro. I was like, oh my God. I was like, everything blurred up. The yeah. heavens opened up. And I was yeah. like, sheet rock is Chiro. <laughs> That's like, I grew up with my, hearing my parents say, no, okay, I keep on a dinner and a profician. And a profician. And then I was like, being old enough, being like, are they talking about profit share? Yeah. <laughs> a profician. Uh, we grew up so screwed up <laughs> yeah how did we make it this far <laughs> or or they call um the detergent is fa what? because that's fab oh fa fa yeah if, if got fa. it okay if, if, el fa. If fa. That, yeah i grew up with fa yeah um which one else in cuba they had a lot of uh what what's the brand in oster brand Oyster or the Oster, the, the the blender, the, the blender, yeah, y Electrolux, Electrolux. Electrolux. Es una, Electrolux. Es una marca muy buena, Electrolux. Well, no, yeah, Electrolux is a great brand in 1954. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kelly Ripa used to be the spokesperson for it, so you know. Yeah, but that was like the first two years of life. Yeah. Like, it's just no. Actually, Electrolux is pretty nice. Do they still make Electrolux? Yeah, they actually do, and they're usually very high end. Oh, okay, well, this segment brought to you by Electrolux. Like, yeah. you don't get them at Brand Smart. No, no. Does that please still exist? Yes. Oh. They will never go away. Wow. I remember, I miss Incredible Universe. I love that stupid story. I loved it. Because I could go and ask for a PlayStation game and they would let me play it before I bought the fucking game. Not a, best, not a great I, business model. I don't think I ever bought a damn thing there, but went there a lot. Yeah. Similar to you, like just could go browse and have fun. Yeah. I, I realize that Brandsmart is cheap and you could get really good deals on things, but I can't. I, first of all, the fluorescent lighting in there, just walking in, is like, I feel like I'm in like a lab. And just, it's so many people, and it's all mundo corretiando. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'll go to, I'll go to Best Buy. Thank you. And then <laughs> but, order it on but, Amazon. But, you know, uh, we love we love Brandsmart. We love everyone. <laughs> you mean Best Browse. We have Best Browse. Yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm still like, and I'm gonna take this with me. The whole thing about like Miami, you know, me, Ami, like, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. we hooked you up with some of um, our Sereno shirt. Yes. Uh, oh the, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Let it, me ask you something because this is very important. Do you have Sereno in California? Of course. And if you do, does it kill children? I mean, it can kill a child. Yeah. But is it only Cuban children? Does the Sereno? <laughs> I mean, make it, it to the West Coast from if, the Caribbean? If. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's, you know, maybe, yeah, the 17 Cuban children that are here are the only ones that need to fear a Tereno. Um, so it could be like a Cuban, pan, you know, I don't want to say pandemic. You we don't, know, yeah, but, we don't want to like, say that. But, yeah, but uh, it's like a Cuban, you know. Yeah, it's a mist that just like seeks out Galletica Maria and Mistolin. <laughs> yeah. It just knows where to go. And knows, ex- yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe Fabuloso as well. If, like if it smells some Violetas and Fabuloso, it just goes right it into that. That, that's, that makes it quicker. Absolutely. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And right. then the abanico just fans it through the entire yeah. house, dude. Yeah. And then, yeah, kids are done. Yeah. That that whole thing about a sereno. I want to make that into a Bloomhouse movie. Hence, we made it 
a t-shirt that that just doesn't go away because like my kid you know especially when he was younger when i would take him to my parents house you know that I would park the car 10 feet away from the front of the house. My mom's like, ay, ponle una sabana al niño que lo coge el sereno. And I'm like, pero mom, I'm not walking a mile at night with the kid. It's like literally from here to here. Like, so here you would you would make sure you say que te agarra el sereno. Because uh -huh. if you say que te coge el sereno, it means you're getting fucked by right. some mist. Well, we don't, oh. I had well, to learn that really quickly. Oh, oh, that's the oh, we first don't know thing what the I mist had to really does. Between right. Mexican culture. Uh, oh, that's oh, yeah. true. That's Mexican true. and Salvadorian culture here is that coger means to... to have sex yeah and you know i'm like being at the store or at the restaurant like hey go home and catch up they look at you like what the fuck yeah. are you talking about you oh know? wow well not yeah. not anymore i think people now get it but yeah. when i first moved here i really had to make that adjustment to say agarrame see yeah. that's when i think you should double down and be like you heard me <laughs> go ahead catch you like just right, do well, it right now i don't want you to marry it well, go well, ahead, we, like. we said it's true we don't know what it said it really does we don't, we don't know we don't know that's how it gets inside of you point. that's like how many people have died from owning bolia you know after eating uh, a potato chip and uh, going no swimming. after eating yeah. and then going swimming in the beach you know? absolutely and i'm like so what happens to you? you know where forget uh, covid i want the data on these deaths yeah yeah, yeah we need that data <laughs> i need that data yeah and not not from the cuban government because we know how trusted that data is. no no not at all not at all i need some In, Miami data. Independent Miami resource data. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know what, though? I have to tell you something, though. I remember some when I was in high school, my, I, um, I somehow ended up getting, like, I think it was some measles. I don't know how. And I got, like, a rash all over my body. All over my body. Sarapion? I don't know what. I, I, a great I, word. <laughs> and I remember I tried everything. Caladryl, Aveeno, everything. And I remember my mom and my grandmother were like, eso, un baño de tilo te lo quita. And my father was the one like, pero él está yendo al doctor. And they're giving him a prescription. Like, leave him alone. And, you know, after like a few days, you know, I took a baño de tilo and it went away. <laughs> was it psychosomatic? Yeah, like, no, <laughs> like bañate con bicarbonato. You <laughs> <laughs> heard that shit from what the mercado, I think it's our DNA. Yeah. I think our DNA is, you know, subject to that, you know. It's... <laughs> It's like the world's saddest group of X-Men. <laughs> oh, <you make, laughs> like, that's what our, if, if that's da, our mutant if, power. If it document <laughs> the rash I had, Tilo made it go away. I was like, it's Cuban magic. I'm not, I'm not asking any questions. I'm just happy it went away. Like, <laughs> so you heard it here first. El Sarampion is cured by Tilo. So, all right. Store that you would get most excited to go to uh, when you were a kid in the 80s. Lionel Playworld. Okay. Excited. Okay. Yeah, excited. And great. Kmart because of the... The snow, the frosty. Oh, that's right. My brother worked at, both my brothers worked at Kmart. Yeah, the frosty. Oh, the one on Northwest 7th Street and 57th Avenue. Oh, yeah. that was next to Letriano Jewelry. And that next was like, to Chicken Plus. Yeah, oh, yes. That yeah. was. And Fabulous Diamonds was oh, across the street. I, Fabulous Diamonds. That was my favorite Love. store. Yes. I, I would buy there all with the my toys. So yeah. much. Yeah, the little stupid when party moved, toys. When yes. to Coralway, it wasn't the same thing. No. I, I never meant. went afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, they, okay. moved to, they eventually moved to Coralway. You boycotted it after that point? You were like, no. I don't even know if I still live in What part of Miami did you grow up in? That's how I was set out. That's how I was set out. Yeah. <laughs> and try to explain that to people not from Miami. I'm like Coral Gables adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. three three one three four. So one block away, <laughs> and it was Coral Gables. Over on our side of the 
our side of town in Westchester, we grew up going to this store called Cinco y Diez. Vamos Cinco y Diez. Vamos Cinco y Diez. Not knowing that Cinco y Diez was like the last five and dime in Miami. Rosie's. Or oh, Tencent. Yeah. Tencent was Woolworth. It, it was it Woolworth. Yeah. My grandma used to call it that. Yeah, yeah. Tencent. Uh, but Cinco, you you know which one? Rosie's the one? Five and yeah. Dime. Yeah. That then they went to Miller for like a year and it just and, didn't yeah. happen. Um, but we used to go to Cinco y Diez. I, would, I remember That's I used to I got my, my school supplies. My school supplies and the Trapper mm-hmm. Keeper. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, the late '80s people. It was a great time to be alive. It was alive. an amazing time to be it alive. Was. You know what, though, seriously, I think that our generation is a very special generation because I you think can we, end it there. You don't have to explain. We were we were we were the last people that our childhood was analog. Yep. You know, we went out to play. We, oh, you know, we only had. Um, I don't want to say handful, but certain um, uh, TV stations. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't a digital uh, world, but the internet and everything that came around with that came at an early enough age for us that we also grew up and we understand it, yeah, and understand mm-hmm. it and grew up with it. But I think we were like the last because you know we were we still did go out to play. We still went out on our bikes. We yeah. still did all that, which just a few years later, you know, people that are now maybe even six, seven, eight years younger than the, us, which is not that much, but in terms of that experience, maybe weren't. So I think that, um, I mean, we always go back and forth in terms of what generation we're in. If we're like older millennial, uh, millennials or, um, or Gen X, because I don't think we're Gen X. Right? I don't feel Gen X-y. Gen X, I always call Reality Bites um, generation. I don't right? feel that cynical. Like we're not, <laughs> yeah, we're not those people, but we're also not millennial. Like we're kind of like in a little gray area there. So I don't know what you think. But I, know we're, but... I, uh, I think we're just extremely versatile <laughs> because right. of our because of our, our upbringing. We understand certain things that people will not comprehend, whether it's time. We'll appreciate certain things right. mm-hmm. time-wise. For, you know, for example, like what, what was the last show you recorded on VHS that you would set the VCR and you would record it on VHS? You know, maybe you had one friend that had a TiVo and you fucking hated them, but mm. you you recorded. For me, it was I, Lost. That's why I remember it. Lost was the last show that really? I would record on VHS. It was when I lived here in L.A. and I recorded it on VHS. You were recording and it was, up until up until oh, I was, I was until that time super too. excited, and I would record Lost. And when I would hear previously on Lost, yeah. I would fucking get like a mental boner. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So I, me too. It was the early two thousands, like maybe two thousand four or five, that I was still recording on VHS because it was tangible. Mm-hmm. I wanted it. I it wasn't digital because well, I didn't so have many, on demand. I didn't have shit. I there's so many, it. but there's so many things that happen to digital. You know that se te rompe la caja, se te borra la memoria, alguien te lo borra. You know, or Miami, the guy that you pay off to give you the fucking direct TV <laughs> card, te lo te lo retira. Pero that, that, yeah. esa tarjetica is, you know, my parents have never gotten la, la famosa tarjetica. My parents tarjetica. neither. So yeah. my parents have never gotten it, but they've been tempted to, and I'm like, mira. You always have to be que si se cae la señal, que la tarjetica se expiró y tiene que coger la otra. Ta- you know what we're talking about, I have right? no idea what you guys are talking it's about. Like, okay, so these receivers, okay. even your direct TV receiver has like, it looks like a credit card. Yeah. Okay. So it's right? like a SIM. That you put in. It's mm-hmm. like they're it's like a version of a SIM card, okay. right? And you put it in, right? Okay. If you, like my direct TV, like if I open it, it has that card. Mm-hmm. Right. You, Everybody knows that guy. That sells those. And they hack them. Yeah. And they hack them. That you could get television in China. Like, <laughs> you could get, like, every TV station, every, yeah. everything there is. Huh. But the thing about it is that I don't really know how they got access to that. I think what happens is that these people get these cards or get the code or whatever. And then eventually 
they find out about it and they cancel them. So then you have to get another car. Okay. So, so there's like a re- cable. I think these are the people that brought a bucket over from Cuba. <laughs> Those are the ones that are wow. like, we, gotta, we need to figure out a racket in the United States. Well, for, I hope people know what the bucket is, but whatever. Um, but those are the people. If that, you don't look it up. Yeah, look it up. But I think that's the racket. They're like, fuck, man. We, you know, oh, fuck, man. No sé qué toca hacer. And then they, uh, they, they, they become, they all become direct TV. Yeah. Did you like Lost, by the way? The ending ruined it for me. Mm. Yeah, I loved it up until the end. He would have been one of those people. You know what? I was just trying to figure that out. If I thought he would be one of those because people, because I or would, not. I would always say I didn't watch Lost. Now, for any reason, I just didn't watch Lost. Although I did watch the end, but I felt that would happen with Lost because Lost, I feel, was one of those. It was um, it was one of those first like big big shows like Lost Twenty Four, like these epic shows, and now you know we have so many of mm-hmm. that. Um, well, it also was one of the first that came about like during the internet time. Yeah, and and I I felt that people that watch Lost would always be like, "Do you watch Lost?" And then if you would tell them, "No, oh. I don't." Oh, let me tell you what happened. I'm like, "But I don't watch Lost." Like, <laughs> really? Oh yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, okay. Oh no, yeah, no, 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 no. They felt the need to catch you up, and then they would not only tell you what's happening, but they're like, "Right, but this happened," and we. Think that because that happened, it means this and this and this and this and this, and it's like I, sure, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, know no. what that means. Like I'm just trying to have ravioli. I don't, yeah, right. like like <laughs> I want Chef Boyardee right like, now. Like, like let's just like, so they were in purgatory. I dude, you know, and I don't fucking care at this point. At this <laughs> wow. point, I watched. I was like, get glass mierda. That you know, like it's the okay. Walking Dead, dude. That show, like that I stopped watching it. Had like the after most brilliant four. pilot. The pilot of that show was spectacular. You watch that pilot, yeah, you're like, great. holy shit, this is going to be amazing. And no. So, did you watch all the way through? Or? Uh, I gave up, like, season six, maybe, or five. I think, I, like I, I think like, five for so, me. Like, yeah. I, was, I wanted to... I, can I say a spoiler real quick? Yeah. Fuck, I was so happy when they killed Carl, and I was like, that's it. That's all I need. This is the end of my show. So, you know when you think at your life's disappointments, maybe somebody broke your heart, maybe you missed an opportunity that you didn't get, you know, the disappointments in your life. When I think of my life disappointments, among those disappointments was the end of Game of Thrones. Like, I haven't gotten over it. Because I was so... Did you watch it? Could you even see it, though? Because it was so fucking dark. (laughs) (laughs) So you watched the whole thing. part of the reason why he was upset. But that's also why I haven't seen the new series. I haven't seen one. I could not give a shit about it. Really? Yeah, I haven't watched it. Him and I are like... like, Yeah, I've given you enough of my life that I cannot get back. See, this is why I also say if anything happens to you, He's stepping in, by the way. <laughs> okay. it's, it's, we'll it it's just one seat to the left. We'll make like, it it's, we'll make yeah. it um, because that was such a hard show to watch because, you know, they, it, they would take like a year and a half between seasons. And then when they would come back, it was like, okay, only eight episodes. And then they take another year and a half. And, and then it's like all this anticipation, like the White Walkers. Oh, my. And then it's like, oh, yeah. Mm. You know, Daenerys went crazy. You know, a character that they beautifully built up. You know, just went crazy in and the last episode. How many Cubans named their kids Danaris after that? Danari, yeah. Yeah. Right? But you know That's what, the most though? Cuban character you know what, just in television history. She might as well have shown up. Yeah, like, even yeah. before her. It's not Adela. It's <laughs> even before her. I often think, was there a, a Cuban in the writer's room of Game of Thrones? Like, when, well, and when this guy was yeah, writing yeah, the books? Yeah, kind of because, like, Danetti is a pretty Cuban name. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the other ones were, like, you know, not. My but name. that da- one. Danetti la madre de los aragones. I mean, you say it like that. Yeah. I viene Danetti, Danetti sus dragones. Sus dragones, pero todavía joder. 
Eso de Aragón se cae. Me, me han quemado el patio entero. Yeah. <laughs> me han dejado sin un mango. Huge disappointment that I'm still not over four years later. <laughs> yeah. 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 I actually, number, like, I catch myself saying Cubanisms out here. I'm like, fuck, how do I explain this to people? Yeah. You know? Like, like me ronca los cojones. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, my balls snore? My personal. That doesn't make one sense. Of my personal they should get some sleep apnea. Is, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay, yeah. So, you're eating about the chicken nibbles. Yeah, right. Comiendo lo que pica pollo. That one's one of the best. It's a great one. Like, how do you explain that? I'm not sure I can, and I use it. Like, See, that one I actually can't explain. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not making this up, like, literally. Because the thing is that the chickens, like, siempre están, like, um, picking at, like, the shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it's that you're picking at. Yeah. Like, that's what it does. Is, right. Is Basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, see, yeah. I, one myth debunked. There we go. <laughs> one at a time. You're eating of the two. <laughs> yeah. That's like, or, it's raining, uh, no, it's raining, no. A Un palo de agua? No, no, no. Un palo no, no. de agua. That's a good one. No, it's the water. water. <laughs> Is, uh, the you put a bowl of rice, you mango, like yeah, and people, it's, you know, arroz mango. mango, like it's one of those things that it, it's no pega, yeah. But when you know, you know, yeah. And there's no English equivalent for arroz mango either. No, no, like you never it's say oil and vinegar. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Fuck. No Bradford. <laughs> it's not. Brad. <laughs> um, you know, I have to say that, you know, especially, I mean, I know LA obviously is is very Latin and, and you know, there's all, a million flavors here. But, you know, it is more Anglo than, than Miami, um, even though yeah. there are a lot of Latin people here. Do you find that maybe one of the differences is that the, the um, how, because I feel that Latin people were very warm. And, yeah. you know, give me a hug. You know, we kiss, we hug. You know, no matter what country you're from, you know, our families are like, yes, I speak to my mom every day and I speak to my dad every day. Right. And they're up all, you know, they're up on my business and, you know, I yell at them, para, you know, like that type of thing. And I feel that, you know, do, do you see that a lot that uh, here that maybe some people are like, whoa, you know, like. Uh, no, not to be, to be fair. No, not really. Because I mean, at the end of the day right now, we're sitting in what used to be Mexico. Right. Uh, you know, and 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 there. No, pero como que hay más americano, you know. No, like... there are más americanos, but I think that you know they're the burger, but they're surrounded by the bun that is Latino that's here. Right. So there is a certain warmth, and I and so they're along for the ride. And I think also more here so than in Florida or in Florida than in Miami. Uh, los gringos here embrace the Latin culture more mm -hmm. than I think like gringos in Miami do. You know the two that are left. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean? It's like it's you know they're like oh. like in Miami every time I see like an American person I say American mind you I'm American but you know I see I see a gringo I always imagine in their head they're like oh, these fucking Cubans just don't shut up and they mm -hmm. they're fuck they're in love. god damn I just want to go to Publix and buy this you know what I mean mm -hmm. I always have that that's like my yeah. my inner that's model. the whole narrative you've that's come the up whole with whole thing that I've come up with that they that they just hate us yeah. and. You've here, a whole narrative here they're model. all they all want to go and like try to speak Spanish at the restaurant and order the in the menu in Spanish. Mm -hmm. Where in you know I don't I don't I just don't see I guess that mm -hmm. uh, that embrace maybe. Um, but I I think one of the main distinctions for that is that when you know like when my parents came from Cuba 1961 and 62. Um, as they say, they'll tell you que Miami era un campo except mm -hmm. for Miami Beach. It was there was there wasn't as much there. So 
so much of the city and the you know so much of it is built on drug cocaine money from the from the eighties. You're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> so much you know. Throw it's like the pyramids. Throw enough murder and death at something, and look at what you can do. You know, um, but wow. <laughs> but no, that's not me. That's Louis C.K. Yeah. That's that's from his stand-up. But it's like you know, throw enough like murder and death at something, yeah. and look what happens. Um, but here, you know, down the street from me is the Wrigley House, like the Wrigley's from Chicago, yeah. and this house is that house is probably a hundred years old. Um, there was already this level of like wealth mm-hmm. here. Um, in that, in this part of the world. Mm -hmm. So when like, there's not as many Latino politicians there are, but it's not like Miami. Mm -hmm. It's not like Miami where every politician, I'm exaggerating. Of course, it's like, you know, it's like, it's like your comment. Now everybody's going to be like, well, look at a book. There's like, you know, (laughs) I know it's not just Ileana Ross Layton. I get it. Right. Like relax. (laughs) You know what I mean? But like, it's like, but it it just feels like that. And and here it's just, I guess, a little bit different. Mm. It's a little bit different in that sense, but I I think it has more so to do with the history and the amount of years that this was a bigger city. LA is a a bigger city. LA, um, it, 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 I mean, it's much, much older than Miami and, and mm-hmm. more established than Miami. And I feel that Miami has more of um, um, a transient community of people that come by Miami. It's a and, stepping stone city. Yeah, to go somewhere yeah, else. I, I mean, obviously that. there's people who stay. Of course, so, yeah. Um, no, I just feel that, you know, we say it here in the podcast all the time, that one of, like, the big bigger differences between, I feel, the the Latin culture and, you know, the, the more Anglo culture is the the communication or the, the relationships with family. You know, there is this movie um, with Selma Hayek and Matthew Perry called Fool's Russian. Mm-hmm. I love that movie because there's a part, you know, if you remember, the, he, he never wanted to deal with his parents. And, oh, I have to, like, deal with my parents are coming over. And I remember a scene of where she's telling him, you know, my parents are not somebody that I deal with or my family. They're somebody who are a part of me. And if you're going to be in my life, you have to be a part of, you know, like that whole thing. And, and I, I find that, that that's a very big difference. I remember when I was living in the Midwest, you know, a lot of my friends, you know, eran americano, they'd be like, you speak to your parents every day. I'm like, my grandmother calls me every morning to depetame, <laughs> right? She's yeah. my alarm clock. Then I speak to my dad. <laughs> When he's like going to work, and then I speak to my mom like two times, like yeah, like, yeah, and you don't. <laughs> like, but yeah. they found that very odd, you know. And I remember like I had um, I had classmates of mine that lived within like an hour of their parents, and and they wouldn't go see their parents until semester you know ended. And I'm like, dude, if I lived an hour away from my parents, I would commute to school. Like, <laughs> yeah, but in, you know, in all seriousness, I think a lot of this city, because there's so many people, like the big surprise here is when somebody tells you they're actually from here. Yeah. If you live here and somebody tells you that they're from here, like, oh, fuck, you're the one. Really? Like, oh, shit, you're actually from here. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was born here and da da da, and I born in this hospital. And where so many people come from all over, right? You know, they're, they're the land of hopes and dreams. And so many of those folks were maybe ostracized in their family, uh, were pushed out of where oh, they live. So this city, in, in, in all fairness, is really embracing of everybody mm-hmm. in that sense. It's kind mm-hmm. of made of outsiders. Yeah, in, it's in a, a city made of outsiders. And then the people that live here that are from here, it's a, it's a really great city in that mm-hmm. sense. But it's a city of outsiders. So they're, they're really em- embracing in that mm-hmm. sense. So some people, yeah, they don't because they don't talk to their fucking parents right. because maybe they came out to their parents before they moved yeah. to L.A. and their parents don't accept that they have a gay son or something. You know right. what I mean? It's like right, right, right. there's a lot of that here. Yeah. There's a lot of Mormons here who left <laughs> Mormonism because they were gay. Right. I right. would meet them all the time. And they were like 
kicked out of their community and they're embraced here right. in LA. Right. You know? Right. They hopped on their bikes and just came. Yeah. I mean, with their helmets. Right. And their, yes. the, you know, and weird underwear. One, of, one yeah. of the things we're always happy to talk about when we've come to California and we've always had a really good time here. And, you know, aside from California being so beautiful, I feel that um, California, for all the wrong reasons, people like to make it an example of what is and what isn't. So, you know, a lot of times it goes down political lines like, oh, look at California and look at all this and, you know, people sleeping on the streets and all that. And I'm like, yeah, that happens everywhere. <laughs> like, that's, that's a yeah, problem that happens everywhere. everywhere. It's everywhere. just here the weather's better. Right. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, if you're going to sleep on the street, I would I would leave Colorado and come over here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No offense to Colorado, but I'm sure. just saying. Right. Like, but, but, you know, they, they build a narrative sometimes for their own biases against. Of course. It's easier the, to point the finger at somebody else yeah. than at yourself. Right. But, but I, I think that because California is such a beacon of more. You know, and again, I don't want to make it sound political. Well, there's a but, lot of visibility. Uh, but a, of a more progressive mind state, you know, a more liberal one, and it always has been. I think it's easy to fall prey to all these political arguments. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it's a state like any other state in the U.S. with, you know, its challenges, but with, you know, a res- you know, a plethora of beautiful things and, and culture. I mean, the culture here is like insane, you know, um, that is just a great place. And I always say it all the time, you know, I, there's places around the country that I love for different reasons, but I think mm-hmm. as a state, California is like the most beautiful state. Yeah, like at the end yeah. of the day, you well, just can have a little bit of everything. Yeah. And, and, and I don't even mean it from in a biased way. You drive up and down the, the coast yeah. of the state and all my friends from Miami that will come visit yeah. me will just tell me how beautiful yeah. it is here. You know, just you, you guys are saying driving to my house, uh, oh my the God, view. So pretty. And dude, I don't live in like a mansion in a, right. you know, and but it's just it's very yeah. aesthetically pleasing. So if I'm going to be stuck in traffic. I'm glad that I'm staring at mountains. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I always tell people when or hills, because a lot of people ask me about like travel advice. I always tell them, you want to take a trip that you will never forget. Fly to like start in like San Diego or like Southern California and take Pacific Coast Highway. Just go north. Yeah, just go north. Yeah, you don't you don't need plans. Just go north and yep. stop in different. places. I'm like, it will be the longest drive of your life because you're yes. gonna stop every few miles to take pictures. Like, mira el puente y la montaña y la cascada. You know, like it's it it's is. gorgeous. It's beautiful, and you have deserts and you have skiing. You know, where else can you get that? I still remember the first time I drove up from from Los Angeles up to San Francisco. This would have been maybe like 2005, 2006, 2005, let's say. And I remember doing that. You know, driving up. And one of the things that you see here that's very common is, you know, like, for example, the Santa Monica Pier, which folks who don't know, it's this really cool pier, goes out, I don't know, a few, few hundred yards into the ocean. It has a little amusement park, blah, blah, blah. And you think that's the only one. But no, drive up the coast and, you know, you have a pier here. You have a pier there. Really? There's, yeah, and it's, that's part of the culture. It's like, uh, like the movie Lost Boys, mm-hmm. if you remember the movie Lost Boys. That is not shot in LA. That's shot up more in the central coast. There's just a lot of these little beach towns. Oh. All those beach towns, yeah. They're kind of cool. Mind you, and the water's fucking freezing, but yeah. they're cool. Like Laguna <laughs> Beach, Newport Beach, like all driving through that is is gorgeous. And it's such a great experience. So, you know, it's like whatever people stop stop shitting on other places at all. You know, just every every place has its its you know, every place has its challenges and its problems. Absolutely. And every I mean, I'm sure that people that live in Hawaii, that's like, you know, Paradise, paradise literally. to most people. Yeah. The people that live there, they they have challenges there. I mean, Dog the Bounty Hunter would not have a show if it wasn't for the challenges in Hawaii <laughs> yeah, that's and true. Colorado. But you yeah, know, that's yeah, true. I had never <laughs> thought about it that way. Yeah, but um, you know, California really is an, an amazing, an amazing place. So. And honestly, what better way to end than an amazing yes. California 
and the challenges of Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yes. <laughs> to, to wrap and up, meth in Hawaii. And, and meth in Hawaii, really. That, that's what this episode was going to be yeah. about, but it got away from us. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry so, for you know the PSA. So, so to Eddie... And to California, yes. here's our last, our last, our last drink. What is it? Rum. What is it? Rum milk punch. Rum yeah. milk punch. Yes. Right. Which Havana Club. We've had punch. two Cheers. of already, and I may have a third. Mm. Mm. That's why I hydrated you. But uh, yeah. you know, you're so wise. <laughs> yeah. I'm so yeah. lucky to have friends I'm like who are Yoda. wise. Like a little and, brown Yoda. Because it's yeah. May the fourth. You That's look great true. for being over 800. It's and true. Mm-hmm. He moisturizes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's. Were you about to do a Yoda impression? It's the California air. So. Anyway, everybody, bueno, uh, from California, from yep. the West Coast, thank from you Pasadena. so much. From Pasadena. From Pasadena, yeah. where you at? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, thank you for joining us on this special uh, edition or a special episode of Better Let Me Tell You. Uh, there was a lot of learning today, so as always, we hope you listen, listen laugh, and learn. And remember to grab your patelito, your croqueta, and your cafecito. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Eddie, so much. Yes, yes. and I'm going to plug myself real quick. Oh. I am at the Yum Yum Foodie on social media, and if you want to hear me drunk-ish talking shit it's called kill the bottle podcast i can't recommend your podcast enough yes. thank you like i, I you. love listening to your podcast oh, to the sweet. point where i didn't listen to your latest episode on the flight here because i was still kind of pissy about the tsa situation As you should and be. i didn't want to be in a bad mood listening to your show i actually so listen to your I... show more than to mine so you know <laughs> well i listen to yours more than to mine so oh, i think we okay, have that in common yeah because i was gonna we, say we have a lot in common <laughs> yeah I was, yeah. we're more entertaining than we are yeah. um you know no, but next time next time we gotta figure out how to have megan here Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll 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 drag her out of her right. her lair. <laughs> yeah, Damaris. We'll drag her out of her lair. Yeah. Anyone? Have a great weekend, everyone. See you next week. Alright, Bye. Bye. Pero let me tell you is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero let me tell you, freestyle is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes.